How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Jason Lloyd, 92 through the fan and on the athletic, joins us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Weak sauce, Jason. I agree with you, buddy. I, that was like spur of the moment, and I didn't really think it out and didn't really have anything to say <laughs> and was already into it before I realized that, and it was not my best effort. So, Well, at least you acknowledge it. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Jason, uh, sh- uh, scale of 1 to 10. I almost sounded like you I was going to say something yeah, else. Yeah, you were saying something uh, else. No, it was just a slur. Just, just can't speak. Uh, scale of one to ten. How surprised are you about the Kyrie Irving trade request? Negative four and a quarter. All right, that sounds about right. You know what you're signing up for when you get him. He's got a wife of a couple of years, and that seems to be dwindling like every new stop. So, not at all surprised. Says that Lakers are bust. Uh, yeah. You know, I was talking to somebody early in the year and said, like, does he have any trade value at all? 
and this was during the whole movie, the Amazon thing, and, and said, I don't think he's got any trade value at all. And the Lakers were the one team that came up with, like, you know, he kind of fits there. But it's it's going to be a depressed market for him. Like, you're not going to get a ton of value for him because he doesn't have a lot left on his contract. And everyone knows that he's a malcontent. So I'll be curious to see what the price is. If I'm Brooklyn, I tell him no. Like, if, if you're not going to get anything of great value, like, you know, Kevin and Kyrie are psychopaths, but, you know, if they're <laughs> healthy and motivated in the postseason, you can make a run at this. Like, why does he, Jason? Why does he want out? I mean, like it, the Nets are all of a sudden playing good basketball, and Kevin's coming back. Like they've got a chance to win the East. This is they won a championship in Cleveland. He's playing with the greatest player in the world, and he wanted out of Cleveland. Like this yeah. is who he is. He's never happy. He's always has to be the agitation, and he's the he's the agitation drum in the washing machine. He can never just be happy, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of feel bad for him in a way. And listen, I haven't talked to the guy in years. Like, you know, I don't mean to be on here and slamming him. I don't know his side. I literally have not had a conversation with him since probably 2018. Uh, but I just, I, I know who he was. And, like, this is who he is. He's just, I, I don't know what he's looking for. I hope someday he finds it. But he's never happy. And he's an unbelievable talent. This is what you get. Jason, looking to the Cavs, last night there was the Donovan Mitchell, Dylan Brooks, Donnie Brook. I, I got to ask you, uh, is there how much of a chance is there that Donovan Mitchell gets suspended for his role in the melee? I would be really surprised if he's suspended. He should not be suspended. Brooks should get a couple of games. Uh, I don't think he's. I saw some stuff on Twitter last night about suspend them for ten games. Well, that's not going to happen. But I mean, he should get two. He definitely has to sit one, if not two or three. But I don't think it's going to be anything more than that. Donovan should not be suspended at all. Um, you know, like you get punched in the. And the crush, and you're fighting a groin injury, and everybody knows he's fighting a groin injury. Frankly, I don't know why he's playing. Like, I'd sit him. Like, this, mm-hmm. He's clearly not right. And he tweaked it again last night. You saw him grab at it again last night. And then Brooks punches him. Like, yeah, of course you're going to be mad and throw a ball at him and go after the guy. I would, too. So I had no problem with Donovan's reaction to that. It was a cheap shot punk move. And I actually liked Dylan Brooks. Like, I, he's just – He's a nasty player in a good way. You know what I mean? Like just tenacious and a good defender. And he was a big reason why Memphis won that game at Memphis a few weeks back because of his defensive effort. So the good part of him is is good. But the bad part, like that last night was just totally over the line. You know, we were talking, Jason, about the the Cavaliers and if they're too nice. Um, Are they too nice? Um. I don't know. Like, I mean, Mitchell brought the fire last night. He did, but, but I mean, outside of him, I mean, Allen and, and Mobley wouldn't hurt a fly. Well, and and it's a it's a really young team, right? Like, I mean, that was a big thing. I mean, go back to the the first LeBron run when Rasheed Wallace like punked and like busted his head open, and no one really retaliated or went after him. And and that's just like the Cavs have always sort of been I think, back in the eighties for sure with Larry, with price and Nance and Doherty. I think that was really the, the, the knock on them or the, the feeling on them is that they didn't have that really tough grizzled and there's not a ton of them left, right? Like let's be honest, there's just not, but this is a young, a really young team. So, I mean, Draymond, when he was young, still sort of that guy, but I think it's just something that you develop as you get in the league and get some stature uh, but, yeah, I mean, sure, they could use somebody with a little bit more nasty. I just don't think that there's very many guys left around the league. Jason Lloyd of the Athletic on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. 
Uh, Jason, looking to the trade deadline here, um, how much how much would a move at the NBA trade deadline impact the Cavs' ability to lock up or try and uh, maybe lock up a six seed or ensure their floor is somewhere in the top six? I, I don't think there's I I don't think they're going to do anything. I think this is the team that they're going to have. Um, I've been meaning for days to write something on this, and I haven't written about it. So I guess we'll just talk about it here. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're going to make a move. I know there is some rumors out there and stuff, but uh, I think Levert stays here through the deadline. Uh, I think that there is um, some interest on the Cavs side to try and extend him beyond this year. I know everyone keeps saying, you know, move him an expiring contract, which is true. But I think that they would like him to be here for a couple more years beyond this. I don't think it'll be anything long term, but one or two deal. If he's open to that, you know, he's got to agree to it too. So I think there's interest on the cap side to keep him and get something done. I just think that, you know, Bogdanovich, the price tag on Bogdanovich is, is still exorbitant. There's nothing that's a great fit. There's no move out there they can make that's really going to move the needle and you're going to slam the table and say, that's a, that's a championship move. Now they're the best team in the East. Like that, that move just isn't out there. And we talked about it uh, before. I don't know if it was this show or which show, but they're Ouch. two and a half million or so below the tax line. That's a really big deal. Like they are not going to enter the tax this year. So, I mean, Karis is, is making a good chunk of money if they move, but they are not going to become a tax paying team this year and get the clock on repeat offender. The, the whole all of the Cavs, the whole view of the Cavs is Mobley, Garland, Jared Allen, and, and of course Donovan. And, and like that's and, and keeping this, that core intact together as long as they can. And, putting off starting the clock on the tax paying teams is how you do that. So that's not going to happen this year. So I don't think you're going to do anything. Jason, you're going to have Jason, how valuable is Kevin loves expiring contract? It's not because I mean, it's a massive number. Obviously I think it's like 28 million, 30 million, but you, you, you're going to go get Kyrie. You're going to bring Kyrie back. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know what you do with that because there's no player that's taking that amount of money that you're going to slot in here that's really going to make that big. You know what I mean? Like those guys aren't available and you're not trying to take on bad money. You know, you're not trying to clear cap space for another team with that. Now I think that they're open to taking on a little bit of money again over the next couple of years before some of these big contracts kick in on the guys that they have. Um, but I just, I, I don't think, I think Kevin, I, you know, I, I know he's really struggling now. He's out of the rotation. I talked to him early in the year. He would love to, try and work something out to finish his career here. He would obviously have to take a massive, massive pay cut in the way he's playing now. You know, I don't know how much of it is the thumb and how much of it is um, just father time. You know, I do think the thumb has affected him quite a bit. I know he felt like he turned the corner a few weeks ago, thought it was going to get better, and it, it obviously just didn't. So we'll see. I would like to see Kevin stay here and finish his career here. Um, I know it's been up and down for him, certainly under this new contract since signed since LeBron left, but I don't think there's anything of great value out there for him. I, I think both he and Karras are here through the deadline. Jason, um, does J.B. Bickerstaff deserve the blame he's getting? Some of it, yeah. Some of it falls on the coach, sure. And, you know, I mean, there have been times where, you know, it's close and late, and some of the plays that they drop, I go, I don't know. And then there's others that I think are pretty good. So, like, the thing I keep saying is he's a young coach, too, and he's going through this for the first time just like they are. And that's why last year was such a missed opportunity in not making the playoffs. 
because he needs that. He needs that experience of going against a Boston or a Milwaukee or a team that, you know, I mean, teams are starting to blitz Darius a little bit more in pick and rolls. So when you see that over and over in game one or game two, okay, what, do you, what, do you, what else do you have in your bag? And what are you going to go to next? And what as a coach are you going to give him next? Where are you going to put him in position to have set that success? So he's not going anywhere. Like, JV's under contract through 2027. And I know that's not stopped the Cavs in the past from making rash moves like firing Mike Brown a year after bringing him back a second time, giving him a five deal and firing him one year into it. But these are not those Cavs anymore. Dan is not Dan anymore. Like, that's not how things operate. I think he's not going anywhere this year. I'm really curious to see how they perform in the playoffs. If they have a quick exit in the playoffs and they get off to a slow start next year, we could be having a different conversation. But right now, he's not going anywhere, and I don't think he should go anywhere. Like, you got to give him a chance. You, you've committed to him, and they haven't – I don't know that – you can say that they've disappointed or underachieved. I think that they overachieved last year. They were playing over their skis a little bit. Rubio goes down. They have a ton of injuries, and obviously the whole thing unravels. But I don't know that they could have kept up that pace, or they should have kept up that pace. No one expected much out of Cleveland last year. A lot of teams looked at it as an easy win on the schedule. They caught a lot of people by surprise. That obviously was not going to be the case this year with Donovan. With the success that they had last year, then you had Donovan to that. Teams were ready for him. And – you know, I've, I've talked multiple times about you can steal four or five wins in the NBA just by playing hard, just by playing harder than the other team because teams don't play hard in the NBA. Well, you know, they're starting to play a little bit harder against the Cavs, and you can see it. You can see when the effort's coming. So I don't know that they've underachieved so much as they overachieved a little bit last year. That was the bar that was set. Uh, I still think they're, they could be the third-best team in the East. You know, Boston, Milwaukee are class above them. Beyond that, they could beat any of these teams in the East, I think. Now we'll see in the playoffs – they could be one and out, or they could get get hot and go on a little bit of a run here. Jason, real quick, look into the Browns here. Uh, is wide receiver, has that really become more important this offseason to address than defensive line? That's really hard. I think defensive tackle is the most important position to fix on this team. If you fix defensive tackle, you're going to fix a lot of the problems that they had on that defense last year. Having said that, they really need another receiver um, another receiver who, you know, I've talked to people with the Browns who feel like Deshaun's at his best when he is, when a play breaks down and he can just go, go make a play. But they don't really have the receivers to match that. Like DPJ is a rigid route runner. When it's time to freelance, he doesn't really know where to go and how to do it. Amari Cooper's just a little bit older. Um, the Joker's not really that guy as a tight end. So they need a receiver who can match what Deshaun can give you in a creativity okay, you got to him, he's flushed from the pocket. Now what do you do as a receiver? How do you go help your quarterback? Like, they need that guy. And, and I absolutely think the Browns really want to upgrade the receivers, but I really think you've got to fix that defensive line, particularly defensive tackle issue, and a lot of these other issues will go away. They were historically awful against the run. Like, their defensive run EPA numbers, advanced stat metric, were, was the worst since our data went back to 2000. That was about halfway through the season. It got a little bit better in the second half of the season. But at the halfway point, it was the worst run defense in the last 23 years and probably longer. That's just as far back as our data went. They've got to get that fixed. Jason, we got 30 seconds, buddy. Amari Cooper, more likely to be traded or given a contract extension? Probably a restructure. I mean, he restructured last year. I don't know if he's willing to restructure again. I don't think he's going to be traded. Like, we just talked. They have to add to, not take from. And, you know, is he an elite number one option? No, but – 
I think he's pretty pretty damn good last year, and I would hate to have to move on from him, and now you've got two big holes to fill at that spot. You know, you already know you have one going into this and then trying to fill that one as well. I think he's here, uh, and they add to it. Follow Jason on the Twitters at by Jason Lloyd. Jason, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate you. See you, guys. Jason Pinkston, our Friday at 3 p.m. guest. Jason, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, we're doing. I'm I'm doing better than uh, than Donovan Mitchell's boys this morning. Uh, how how how'd you see that thing going down last night? You know, I I saw that man, and I, I thought it was the appropriate reaction. I mean, any 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 male, uh, any athlete, any guy that you know is hit like that. I mean, that was a direct shot. Um, the reaction, you know, I, I thought, you know, it sucked that it, it happened. And, you know, there's kids at the games and you don't want them ever to see things like that. But in that situation, man, I, I thought I'm, I'm not mad at Donovan, you know, whatsoever for what he, what he did. I mean, you know, Booker, he's kind of obviously had that, had that little, that, that vibe has been falling around that he, you know, wants to be a tough guy and getting scuffles. But I, I thought that was a, I mean, no pun intended. It was a true low blow, and it was unnecessary. And Mitchell has every reason to be upset, and and the the, the, the reaction that he gave was appropriate. I mean, I, I thought he would have done a little bit more, but you know, I mean, I, I thought he, you know, I thought he handled it okay. I'm okay with it. Jason, has has anybody ever hit you in the junk? No, man, not a, not a football game. Not I, a game? I don't think okay. that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> I did have my three-year-old about two weeks ago. Ooh, okay. Go and just right hook, not out of nowhere, oh. shot, and I dropped to a knee. And I literally could have, I could have hit him, and I just caught myself like, dude, you can't take it easy on him. All right, can I? Can I just, I'm gonna canvas the room here because I have been uh, hit by grown-ups there, and I have been hit by little kids. Can we all agree? It hurts way worse when little kids do it. Absolutely. Because you're not expecting it. And you're and not and, and by the way, the angle creates liftage and then you got real problems because then you gotta, you know, gotta come back down to earth. Oh yeah. It it's I mean it's not fun. It doesn't feel good. Like it's not a good feeling. The stomach it's it it's it it's it's bad. Jason Pinkston, former Browns offensive lineman on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Um, let's get to what we kind of started this segment talking about, which is this push over the last three weeks where people have started to say, all right, the Browns need an elite wide receiver this offseason for, uh, for Deshaun Watson. Do you think that has replaced either edge or interior defensive line as the most important need this offseason? It shouldn't. I mean, it absolutely shouldn't. We need to shore up that interior defensive line more than anything. I mean, more than, more than we need a receiver, I can tell you that much. And, and I'll be highly disappointed if we went with a receiver over some, some inside help on that defensive line. I mean, we, we need it, especially in our division. Um, you know, we got some good running backs here. Obviously, obviously there's some in Pittsburgh and Baltimore um, and Cincinnati. We have to be able to stop the run. Um, yes, I mean, as it turned into an offensive league and you need as much explosive offensive uh, firepower as you can get, absolutely. But I think with Amari Cooper and Najoku and the run game we have, I, I think we're okay there. Now, obviously, it would be nice to, to add somebody to, to help out, and but I, I don't think we need to get 
go out and spend $80 million for a number one type wide receiver. I mean, I, I think, I, I think that does us no, no good, no justice in that regards where we, we could really use a linebacker and two inside defense tackles. Jason, are we overreacting to Deshaun Watson's six games from last year? No, I mean, I, I think, I mean, that's all we have to go off of, you know, of him, of his live play. And then what he did in Houston his last year, um, we're, we're all fans, you know, at the end of the day, and we want to see our teams win and be successful. Um, we're always hopeful. We always wish our teams the best. And I, I, I like the excitement surrounding him. Um, we obviously seen, need to see him in a full year, and I, I'm excited to do that. I think a year in this system is really going to help him, but I think he can come back and be a, a lot better than what he showed uh, in the last six games. Jason, big picture here. What's – What's more important for the next three to five years that needs to happen in in 2023? Is it Deshaun plays at the maximum level that he can play at, that his talent allows, or the Browns win? Oh, I I, I like the question there. Um, Thank you. I thought of it myself. It's honestly tough because obviously we're paying him so much money. And you want to get something in return for that money that we paid him. So him playing at a high level, um, obviously we, we, we need that. We need to see results with that, obviously. But I also still want to see the Browns grow in other areas. I don't want it to be solely the quarterback. Obviously, we're in a situation where we paid this quarterback so much money. So now we're all saying, you know what, this guy, he has to produce us something. And rightfully so. Um, he should, you know, we should have a playoff appearance, you know, maybe a, a AFC championship. Uh, I, I hate to get into Super Bowl talk because there's so much, there's so many good teams in this league, and then obviously our division um, and the whole entire AFC is. I, I think we're stacked. It's going to be the hardest division to get to a Super Bowl because we have, you know, Josh Allen, your Patrick Mahomes, your Joe Burrows. Um, we'll see what Lamar Jackson does. I believe he's still going to be there. He's going to get tagged. But I want to see the growth with our quarterback and with the program as well. Jason Pinkston, former Browns offensive lineman on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I, I know we still have another week until the Super Bowl, but I just want to ask, this is more of a high level. It's not even pertaining to the matchup on uh, you know two Sundays from now. But it is going to pit an elite quarterback against an elite pass rush. So it just in terms of the general idea, what wins out more times or what wins more games um, in, in, in an elite quarterback facing off against an elite pass rush? Ooh. I did it to you I again. Mean, that, that, you're, you're, you're throwing them at me today with some zingers, huh? <laughs> um, you know what? I, I truly believe a good pass rush can really throw a quarterback off and his timing and his rhythm. If Philly can go out here in this game and just rush four and cause havoc, it, it, it's going to cause some problems. And vice versa, Kansas City's defense, uh, their front four has been playing very well. Um, obviously, we saw what they did to Burrow last week. Um, if they can go out and, and get to the quarterback by rushing four and not let Patrick Mahomes and, and, and obviously Hurts scramble and make those type of throws that they're capable of making, I think that defense could win that. But 
if you got a Patrick Mahomes who's is a great passer, I think that he still can get away and make all those crazy throws. So I mean, it's it used to be a league where if you had a dominant defense, you win. But I think it's kind of like changed a little bit here over the couple of years here. And I still think that you can have elite defense, and these quarterbacks still can make all the throws. In this case, I would have to go with Patrick Mahomes um, making those throws for pass rush because he, he we've seen it time and time over the last five years that a defense can be playing spot on, and he still makes the throws. I go, go, go back to that Buffalo game that they had in the AFC Championship game. The Bills were playing great defense. But he still made all the correct throws, and you know there was a couple of bad calls there by the coordinator, I think, and, and and gave up so much space that he just took advantage of it. But I, I think I would go with Patrick to to beat a great pass rush this next weekend. Jason, win or lose, are the Chiefs a dynasty? I, I don't know. I, I cannot say they're a dynasty yet. I think you have. I think he has to get at least three Super Bowls for, for, for them to be considered a dynasty. Jason, did you see the news that Kyrie... When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O. AIR.com. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Irving requested a trade? That's not surprising. I, I think sometimes, <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I love Kyrie. Um, when I was in Cleveland, he lived in the same building as me. Uh, right on the other side. I mean, I spoke to him multiple times. Um, he was a lot younger then, and I, I, I didn't see this much personality with him. Not saying that's a bad thing, but I, I just feel like, you know, when he left LeBron, I thought that was a, a, a bad move because you kind of had, like, you know, I hate to say, like, a father figure. He, someone said that, and he's like, you know, I, I got a dad. But I, I, I understand the value of having an older guy in the room who's been here and who's been doing it. Not to say, oh, he's my dad, you know, but he's, you know, it's, that is huge, man. Leadership is huge. But, when, you know, sometimes when you venture off on your own, you're going to, to jump around the team, the team, you don't have that same leadership and structure and you're now forced to be the guy. And sometimes, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, saying, you know, this is the guy's our leader and I'm going to take a back seat. And I'm going to help lead on the way. So it, it doesn't surprise me that he wants to get out of there. Jason, would you root for Kyrie and LeBron to win it all in L.A. if if Kyrie does get traded to the Lakers? I, you know what? I I don't know, man. I, I'm so against the 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 teaming up to 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 build these superstar teams, and uh, I I don't like it. I, I like the teams that stick together and work. Like, look at the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, when they won it, I was super excited. It happens with them because they all stuck together. You know, they took their lumps. They lost. They got back out there, and then they ended up being able to win one. Um, I like it. I, I liked when Golden State won it last year. 
You know, it was it was just a regular team. It wasn't, you know, they didn't add this person or that person. Um, I, I don't think I could root for that. I really don't. Jason, great stuff as always, buddy. Uh, enjoy the off week before the Super Bowl. What do you got going? What are you doing with the Super Bowl party? What what food's on the docket? That's all I care about. So we always do a theme. Whatever teams are in the Super Bowl, we do, you know, that city theme. So we will have barbecue, and I think they're going to incorporate some kind of cheese steak in there oh. on the menu. I think I got about 40 people coming to the house. Uh, we do a big Super Bowl party every year, so we're pretty excited about that. Um Obviously, be a little bit excited to see our Browns do this, but you know, it's it's we, we have a big spread, um, grazing tables, all kind of stuff. Everyone brings the dish, and you know, we sit down and have a couple Pepsi's and and cheer on the game and throw some prop bets, try to win some money and um, enjoy ourselves. That's there we go. That's crazy, but it's a it's a good time. A lot of family and friends over. Please send pictures of food. That's all I care about, Jason. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll drop them on you, buddy. No problem at all. all right, Thanks, buddy. Jay. Be good, man. Appreciate you. Jason Pinkston there. I think I got to stand up for myself. At 220 today, I sent out a hypothetical trade that hypo, would get hypo, hypothetical. That would get Kyrie to LA. And it was Kyrie. We, and, at this point, we need Kyrie to LA. Because we, we financially we are, we are now invested. Yes. We have with skin our pocketbooks. Yes. So I can no longer be objective people on this. still say pocketbooks? I think people still have pocketbooks, right? I mean, I, I in a pocketbook though. I have a money clip. Oh, we're both money clip guys. Yeah, this is new. That feels good. Yeah, Dave, do you have a pocketbook? I don't have a pocketbook. I don't have a money clip either. Yeah. I had to go from, wallet. I had a. I used to carry a big wallet. Uh huh. Like not a Costanza, mm-hmm. but a decent size wallet. Oh, okay. And so I, 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 I mean, that kind of looks like I'm, a money clip over there. Yeah, no, but no clip on it. What, oh, do, you, just, what do you, what do you got there? It's a. Uh, it's just. It's oh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just real thin. Same thing as no me. fold over. I just know. have the money clip on the back. Keith is working very diligently. I used to do the fold Keith, over. Do you have a pocketbook? No, I got a like a Ridge wallet. Do you know what you all mm-hmm. you got one of those Ridge wallets. Oh, yeah, Ridge wallet. They're the best. Wow. Does does that? Congrats ha- on all your success. They're, they're like a hundred oh, bucks. On. They're like yeah, seventy, eighty bucks, man. They're not that. I much. live in Manaway. I live a well, modest. That's always your excuse. They also have a protection that people can't like scam you by coming up and scanning your cards through them too. Hmm. Does yours have the the um, the AirTag on it? Uh, mine, the one I have right now does not. But like I've the GPS mm-hmm. tag. But they're, I mean, the wallet's worth it, man. I've had it for like three years, and it I drop it all the time, and it never. never you got it. You bottom. got it over there. All right, hit us up. At Nick Wilson says at Dustin Fox thirty seven. Does anybody still have pocketbooks? But what I, is it, what is a pocketbook? I, I think it's a I think it's a book that's in a pocket. By so, the way, when you look at this, I, I, I have no way idea. too many cards in here, but you can see it. Uh, I, have, it. I have no oh, idea. You have a lot of cards in there. Why is it? it that's super thick. Okay, easy. It's a family show. Okay. This is cool. Very oh, it's very very uh, very rigid. All right, let me see, because now he <laughs> got to do it, it, so right? I want to do it, and I'm just that simple. Oh, this could also be a weapon. You could really knock the crap out of somebody with that. Right. I mean, I oh. see, but I went with the money clip because the money clip is just it takes up less space. I, I this got, has got a money holder in the back. Well, no, I see that, but it also it it basically is gonna it's like a bulletproof vest for your wallet. Like you could like I said, you could you could weaponize that. See, this is a Put wallet. Put that in your hand, you're going to break somebody's jaw. It's a wallet with a money clip on the backside. Okay. I just have, I just have a wallet slash money clip. No, you have to put, put it in your upper pocket because that's where the, the bullet would stop, right? right? That's probably fair. <laughs> I think this wallet costs more you than just I just can't sit I have in a my wallet, bank man. No. It just kills your back. Yeah. Well, but is that a problem? Don't you just put it in your side a, pocket anyway? That's what I do, but like, a, I never carry my wallet. My okay, well, now this, so now this has gone from do you have a pocketbook to do you sit on your wallet? 
Because I've never. I don't have enough of an ass, guys. So uh, I, like a, like a I used size wallet, and I'll be lopsided. I used to sit on my wallet. Uh huh. And then now I got this, and now now I'm a front pocket guy. Mm-hmm. You have to be. You also, have I don't want to get pickpocketed. Is that a big worry? Pickpocketing? Yeah. Back, I mean, back pocket. You're, back pocket. Yeah. yeah you're mm-hmm. open to it. I mean, I if, just, you, if someone goes in the front pocket and gets it, good for them. I feel like these are it. good luck. Good I, luck, bro. I feel like these are normal size human problems. I, I'd go full Donovan Mitchell. Most people my don't. Front most people don't get close enough to me to to pick a pocket. I I think I think because when I'm not talking, you can't tell that I'm a big old B. Yeah. So I give off. You're a bear. A, they and they look and they're like, ah, I'm probably not gonna pick his pocket. Or maybe they just don't want to touch my ass because I'm kind of fat and unattractive. That, either one of those could be the options. You might like it. Could like it. You never know Depends what you get into. You never know. How, okay, so Roger um, on Twitter saying a pocketbook is a long weather wallet, leather wallet, or weather wallet, weather wallet. Uh, for the brush pocket of a suit with the pockets for credit cards on the so inside. So it's basically like a wallet that your wife or girlfriend carries. No, 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 no. It's 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 more. It's like a fancy person wallet. Like you put it in the suit. That's but it's long though, right? I believe there is some length to it. I, I would imagine you. How you, long is it? Your checkbook would go in there. Six right? inches. I, half a foot. Seven inches. I don't know. I've never seen one. Can I get eight? What's the average length of a pocketbook? Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. At Nick Wilson says, and be gentle with that. Yes. But at two twenty today, I tweeted out a hypothetical. Hypa, hypa, hypothetical trade from Kyrie. Sorry to derail this whole thing. It's okay. It's probably better than what I was going to say in the first place. Okay. So we appreciate it. And I think so to the audience. But Kyrie, Joe Harris to LA for Lonnie Walker Jr. and Russell Westbrook and two unprotected first rounders. Do they have those picks? They do. Okay. Yeah. They they don't have any picks until then because of the Anthony Davis trade. If they don't get... A package similar to that, where where it's multiple picks, mm-hmm. because I think they want picks, right? Mm-hmm. They want something for now. Yeah, because I don't think they have theirs because of the Harden deal, right? Yeah, they need picks. Yep. So um, they they but they also need like some players because with Kevin Durant on that team and Simmons, they've got a chance to still do some damage in the East. Yeah. Well, and this is your opportunity to get anything that you can then turn into something this summer, right. but. We're sitting here watching, you know, the Four Letter Network in studio on one of their uh, ripoffs of Get Up. Is it Get Down in the hey, afternoon? Hey, it's my employer. That's a great company, and uh, <laughs> they do good by my buddy, and I love every bit of that content, including yeah, Get Down right. with that's Max right. Kellerman. It's not uh, Get Down. It's I think it's This Just In. Which is a great show name. The same difference. Because you work for them. That's where, um, where he was relegated to. No, no, no. That's no. It's a totally legit show. No, that, it, it's yeah. on. It's on. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally on. I mean, it's on. Would it be great if they Th- just they just call it? It's on. <laughs> this is I, happening. It's on with Max Kellerman. I would just love it if they just told Max, "Hey, we got a show for you," and they went through everything. They had the PAs. They had the producers. They had his, you know, co-hosts and everything. Look, it's on TV right now. That's the exact one that I tweeted Russell- out. Russell Westbrook, Lonnie Walker, and one first He's round amended pick. it. You, you said two. He has amended it. When I saw it on this just out. This is Bobby Marks. The Bobby this Marks just in. had two first rounders. It's and I on. think Bobby realized he copied my trade. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I got to take one of the first rounders out of here because uh, we're getting called out for plagiarism. He saw your tweet? He saw my tweet. I'm sure he did. No, let, let's let's look at this. 
Let's look at my uh, – I got to scroll down. Carry the two. Uh, I tweeted this out. It's got three retweets and 25 likes. But so he didn't steal it. <laughs> he did not steal it. I don't it. think but, he stole it. Wait, wait. It's got 2,400 views. Only one of those needs to be Bobby Marks. You cannot definitively tell me, unless analytics can draw down on that, you cannot definitively tell me Bobby Marks didn't steal my trade idea. Does Bobby Marks follow you? No way. Maybe he does. Does he? Maybe he doesn't. But maybe he does. I'm going to give him a follow. Also, uh, let's see here. Oh, man, where'd it go? We actually had a couple. All right, there it is. Uh, Sean F. saying, I second the Ridge Wallet. They have a money clip option as well. And uh, Emily, who is a local librarian, thank you for listening, Emily, saying you should see the pocketbooks that some of the women bring in to hold their everything. Like 100 cards, cash, photos, pocketbooks are very much alive and well among older women. How many cards do you carry? Um, Let's see. Carry the two. Seven. Or eight. Including your license? Yes. That insurance card, uh, what is it, the card that you pay with, that thing? I use words. You know what? I think I, I, I forgot. words to, on the radio. I think I forgot to put my insurance card in this new wallet. Mm. Yep. That problem. That wouldn't be a problem with the pocketbook because you would literally have to fill everything in the pocketbook. <laughs> You'd be like, there's not enough in here to have a pocketbook. Yeah, I don't have it in here. Probably should get that. Probably should. How many cards you got? Way more than you. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, got, didn't, I didn't realize it was a competition. No, no. I'm, the no, second, no, the I, second shot's fired in three, eight minutes. I have less than you. I have six. Huh. All right, I'll count my cards in the break count here. Count your cards. How many cards do you have in your pocketbook, um, wallet, or money clip? <laughs> and did Bobby Mark steal my trade ca- idea? How much cash you got on you? Not great, Bob. Okay. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.